International Poznań. Hello, hello, buongiorno, dzień dobry. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznań here on MC Radio with Maximilian and I have here with me... Giuseppe. Uh, buongiorno, Giuseppe. Buongiorno, dzień dobry. It's nice to be here. Uh, it is a pleasure to have you here. We have a very exciting show. Uh, we will be discussing uh, Poland uh, and its differences between, well, with Italy. Yeah, we will talk about cultural differences and by someone who lives in Poland since five years and could have like an external view of everything that's going on. Uh, I think I think what's really exciting about you is mówisz płynnie po polsku, ale także jesteś cyfrowym ambasadorem, czy nazywa się to digital ambassador? A, to jest jakiś rządowy program, żeby promować polskie edukację na zbiecie, polskim uniwersytecie. Ja po 5 lat, że tu mieszkam, i kończę teraz magistrat Uniwersytetu Warszawskim, mogę powiedzieć, że bardzo, bardzo dobrze się czuję tu i że łatwo nie było, ale mogę mówić i porozmawiać i i rozumieć każde słowa po polsku i to jest super fajnie i tak, ja chciałem po prostu powiedzieć ludziom, że Polska to jest naprawdę fajny kraj gdzie żyć i rzeczy są pozytywne i fajnie i wszystko dobrze się się dzieje Lepsze słowa nawet nie nie byłbym w stanie powiedzieć, więc ja oddaję głos Tobie ale najpierw idziemy do piosenki, więc zaczynamy. To jest 127 FM w MC Radio and this is International Poznań with Maximilian and... Giuseppe. Buongiorno.
Buongiorno eh, amicis, eh, welcome. Witamy wszystkich tutaj w 127FM w MC Radio and this is International Poznań, probably the greatest uh, of the international programs uh, in all of Poland. Uh, my name is Maximilian. As always, I bring you a show from around the world. Ludzie z całego świata tutaj występują w naszym programie. Dzisiaj mam ogromną przyjemność, a great pleasure to speak with Giuseppe Adamo. Uh, benvenuti? Yeah, benvenuto. Is that the singular? Sure, I'm really happy to be here. I've been chatting with Max and I, I, I'm so happy to have met such a, you know, this sunny person, like positive one. Uh, with, with a really international background and we I hope we can we have a really incredible talk today. I, I think uh, I think we will have a very good talk uh, and the reason is you're already starting off by uh, complimenting so it's a great way to sort of break the ice takie przegazanie, takie miłe słowa rozumiem, że tak, żeby cię przedstawić dla świata Giuseppe, jesteś jesteś Włochem Dokładnie. I rozumiesz wszystko, co mówię. No oczywiście, ja po 5 lat no, biegę, mówię po polsku. Proszę. E, no, rozumiem, że mieszkasz teraz w Warszawie? E, tak, ja byłem 3 lata w Lublinie, gdzie, by ukończyło, gdzie ukończyłem mój licencję, a teraz skończę mój magistratur w Warszawie. A big difference between uh, Lublin and Warszawa? Yes, I, I would say so. I would say there, there, there is there really peculiar things happening here, which are not happening in Lublin. Uh, here is incredibly international and, it, and it's more about business. Warsaw is really a lot about business, really easy to make money. When in Lublin is all about students or uh, tradition, like there is a lot of old traditions, Polish tradition, rural tradition, which are going on in Lublin. An incredible student community when, when Warsaw is more about finance and jobs and corporations and so on. That, it, it, is it, um, would you say it's less relaxed? It's less relaxed. In Warsaw, you have, you have to run all the time. Even to cross the road, you have to run. Otherwise, it's, it's, so, it's so big that if you don't run, it's red again. Seriously, it's crazy. That's very but intimidating. No, but I love it. It's more, it's more for, my, for my character. You know, I have to run all the time. Otherwise, I get, I get sad. I love Lublin. It's an incredible city. I can't wait to come back there. But in the long run, for a person like me, it tends to be boring, except for the amazing student parties, which because there are ten universities in Lublin, like so you have an incredible international community. We all knew each other, and it was incredible. But on the long run, it's boring because you you don't really have to run every day like I I doing here before the pandemic and yeah. still doing yeah. in a reduced form. So yeah, yeah. I mean, why would you? You know, um, everything is uh, everything is there waiting for you. Everything's available. I mean, Lublin is what? How 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 many people actually live in? Three hundred fifty thousand. That's a that's a village basically compared to Warsaw. Yeah, it's one neighborhood of Warsaw. Like Warsaw is five times Lublin, more or less, in extension. Right, and just to bring it back, the whole context, right? You've come to Poland five years ago. Pięć lat temu przyjechałeś do Polski na na stipendium dostałeś. No, 
Yeah. When I came back, uh, the, the, the scholarship, I got a scholarship, but I got a scholarship just for my master's degree. On my bachelor's degree, I had no scholarship, but the Catholic University of Lublin uh, provides English courses for free to European Union citizens. So I was not paying, and I was a little bit receiving money and a little bit working, teaching Italian. So I came because I wanted to be in an international place when it was affordable and when it was economically growing. So I could study English, learn a new language, Polish, which later on I learned. And meanwhile, I start having an international career that I know in Italy was not possible to have, you know, like it was... That, that's, I did read that uh, despite the fact that Italy does have very... Uh, you know, huge brands, right? There are, there are uh, Pininfarina, uh, we have sure. Fer Ferrari, Ferrero, um, uh, Barilla, things that anywhere in the world, you can go to Shanghai and get Barilla if you're hungry. Um, yet, Italy, you say, is not that international? No. If, yes. you, go, if you go to Rome, mm. if you go to Rome, there, there are like far, far less international students than in Warsaw. Like incredibly, like incredibly less because there are less English-speaking courses. There are less internationalization. You just have, you just find few Erasmus, and, and that's it. And few people studying in the Vatican universities. But the, the the community, the environment is not international at all. I've been, I've never been like so much times in Rome. But I have friends who study them. They told me, you know, like compared to Copenhagen, compared to Warsaw, it's really less international and then or also the you know the economic crisis and the opportunities for young people there are quite few I mean, you, you have to understand something italy italian economy has been stagnating in the last 10 years moreover there we have a demographic problem so it's in a really long life expectancies this means that the majority of uh, position of powers the capitals and so on, are in the hands of 60 people who are like 60, 70 years old. The Berlusconis. <laughs> yeah. And moreover, if you ask for the life is so long, the life expectancy is so long, when you, until 35, 40 years old, culturally, you are conceived as a, a young person, if it's not a, ch a child. So these are a lot of consequences of people perceive you, of people treat you. Imagine that combined with high unemployment. So it's not really a really nice place to be in the perspective of a professional career, you understand? I see, I see, especially if you are young. Yeah, because first people perceive you like a kid. Second, there is a crazy competition because of few jobs available in the market. And third, uh, taxes, bureaucracy and other problems you know and you know it's i i've I've been doing things in poland that my my counterparts in italy call me dream about seriously I'm, both uh, from the economic perspective activist perspective academic perspective forum meetings jobs i've been doing that people in italy are like are you serious are you doing that how mm -hmm. is that possible you know so Right, yeah, I mean, like, let's we could start it. a whole chapter about Poland and how I think Polish people should change their perspective about their country. Well, we won't go into a whole chapter, but we can go into a segment or two, so I reckon we should do that. First, let's go to a song, though. Here on International Poznan, we bring you some of the most global music, the best songs, the latest hits, 
e, najlepsze hity z całego świata Giuseppe. Czy ty miałbyś może jakiś utwór dla nas? To jest jedna są, jedna piosenka, której chciałbym. To, to jest polski, to pierwsza to jest polski, to Breakout, Pomaluj moje śni. Znasz? Uwielbiam. Ja jako, jako DJ w radiu e, powinienem być świadomy każdej muzyki, ale tak niestety we're gonna find out and... Uh, we're gonna switch between Polish and English all the time? I think we should. I think it's a good way to practice. It's a, it's a good way for me and it's a good way for you. That's a good, incredible mental training, you know, like I have to... It's, it's almost automatically, but I have to for a moment to switch, to put like on off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nie zazdroszczę łodzi żagla, kiedy wiatr Na pomorzach ją dalekich na przez świat Nie zazdroszczę ptakom skrzydeł rybom płet Bo najbardziej ponad wszystko pragnę mieć Pragnę mieć Pragnę mieć Sny kolorowe, bo mamy moje sny Mieszkać w kolorowym mieście snu W kolorowym rwać ogrodzie bukiet bzu Dla dziewczyny kolorowej, która w pieśni Wszystkie barwi i odczynie umie pleść Ja chcę śnić Ja chcę śnić Sny kolorowe, pomaluj moje sny Gdybym tego mało miał za dnia Tyle czerni w moich znach jest tyle zła Daj mi proszę chociaż w nocy barwny sen Niech mi weź nie będzie jaśniej niż jest dzień Daj mi dziś Daj mi dziś Sny kolorowe, bo mamy moje sny So now we're coming back from that song. That was a that was a Polish song. To była polska piosenka. Giuseppe, jak się to nazywało? To nazywało się Pomaluj moje śni. To jest taki klasyczny polski blues, polski rock and roll z lat 70. To jest ja uwielbiam to. To jest naprawdę to przykro, że mało jest znane daleko polski, no za granicą. Uh, of course, we want to bring Polish music to the world. Uh, international Poznań's mission is to bring uh, all the Polish hits into the international sphere and take international music here into Poznań. Właśnie rozmawialiśmy o tym w ogóle o naszej rozmowie, że prowadzimy po różnych językach. 
Jak się czujesz w ogóle z polskim językiem? Czy to, był, czy to była przygoda pozytywna, żeby się nauczyć tego, czy... W sensie to było bardzo trudne. Ja nie ukram, że na pewno to nie było coś łatwego, że na pociągu ja potrzebowałem takie dużo praktyki po prostu z mózgu, bo e, ta fonetyka to jest bardzo różna niż włoska fonetyka, że tak to było problem, że kiedy pierwszy słyszysz jaka nowe słowa, potrzebowałeś coś aż 10 razy słyszeć, mhm. przed e, to pamiętać, zapamiętać, bo to jest tak inna, że tutaj mózg po prostu nie, nie, nie umie tak prosto, tak szybko e, zapamiętać taki, taka fonetyka, takie nowe słowa. No. I w sensie, że teraz z, z czasem te po prostu uczy się jak używać jakiś e, tricks, żeby e, to e, szybciej zrobić. Mm-hmm. Ale mówię, mówię ci, że nie było, że nie było łatwo i, i naj, najważniejsze też gramatyką, które ma totalnie inne systemy niż włoski albo angielski, to są języki, które ja znam. Ale się udało, jak ty widzisz. Może być, że nie jestem doskonale, ale... Ja uważam, że naprawdę doskonale. Świetnie tobie idzie. Uh, but we can switch back and forth between different languages, because I think that's the key. Uh, to maintaining a dynamic show. Of course, here, uh, International Pozzing is also trying to teach uh, our listeners uh, as much English as possible. Uh, so we're going to mix things up. Uh, of course, we can parla italiano uh, a little bit. Um, that, I think that's going to be too much for people listening at home. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I think um, in, before we get into overload, let's go into maybe the details uh, of the differences. Takie różnice między Włochami i Polską. I oczywiście są wiadomo. Polska jest... Będziemy potrzebować trzy godziny. Okej, dobra. No, to, to żeby to skrócić do trzech minut, to <laughs> chciałbym zapytać tak naprawdę, jakie, jak oceniasz na przykład, no nie wiem, punktualność na przykład Polaków? O, oh, you know what? That's that's not a really that different thing. Ah, okay. That's that's okay. Italians are tend to be late, but uh, Poles, honestly speaking, they're not the most punctual people I ever met. <laughs> I I find out that in Poland, five ten minutes of delay is absolutely tolerated. Yes. And um, okay, well, one thing which what we have to understand the main difference is about two things. Uh, the, the, the how friendship is conceived, is understood, and second, priorities, okay? Priorities. Priorities. So, in an Italian, uh, we tend to give priorities to the social sphere. So, if uh, there is a meeting planned for Friday, you won't cancel or postpone that meeting until something really seriously happened, okay? I need, I needed to, I need three years to understand this. In the Polish mentality, I find out that a lot of times they were postponing, canceling, and my brain was like, okay, these people, like, these people don't want to meet me. It's just, they just make it as an excuse. This was what I thought at the beginning. But then, getting to the system, I find out, okay, maybe a minority of them, maybe it was like that, but the majority of that, it was just a matter of priority. In the social sphere, it's not as prioritized as in Italy. So, if I come back from work 
and I have a little bit of a headache, or have some other thing, hey, I just cancel that meeting, I'm just changing, I just do it another day, no problem. It's really fluid, it's really flexible. But if you are not into this perspective as a foreigner and you don't understand it, you risk to go crazy, honestly. Like because you like don't understand why all the time your schedule are being is, is being changed. And you understand why why they keep postponing things, why they keep changing things. My God, just let's meet on Friday, as we said. Oh no, sorry, you know what? My sister is coming on time. It was all the 70, 80 percent of the meetings never took place, and the day was agreed for. So it was it was hard to understand eh? in in like mutual dialogue with many people. They told me, oh, you know, no, it's just some other that you know, like maybe something happens. I I don't feel really well. I'm a little bit tired. So it's flexible. In my mind, it was not flexible because it's a lack of respect to do so. But before I understood that, that here works completely different. I needed years, you understand that? <laughs> <laughs> years. And still now hurts a little bit. Because so, in my so, mind, so, if so you you're say saying, on Friday, it must be on Friday. So you're saying Italians are uh, m less likely to cancel a social meeting? Absolutely. Be the social meeting is top of the priority. Here in Poland, uh, if I've got, yeah, if I'm not feeling too well. But like just small things, just a little bit of a headache, just a little bit tired, just I don't feel so. They just move it, you know? Yeah. No, no, in Italy, if you do that too often, it's a, it's a lack of respect. People get pissed, like you're uh, unreliable, you know? See, um, but what about making it on time for an appointment? I mean, my... No, my... no. That's flexible in both countries. Like you can arrive ten time, ten minutes late, fifteen minutes late. That's not a really big issue. Okay. Uh, now I would like to say the few songs uh, that I find the most underrated ever, which I think they are masterpieces, but they're not so famous in the in the in the, in the mainstream. Um, the song is called "This Is the Day." And the artists are Day Day, Day Day, like the two articles, DD. DD. Yeah, and this is the day, it's called the song. Alright, let's give it a try. This is DD, you're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here with Maximilian and. Giuseppe. Excellent timing. Bravissimo, let's go. Why well, didn't wake up this morning because you didn't go to bed? You were watching the whites of your eyes turn red. The calendar on your wall is ticking The days off you've been reading some old letters You smile and think how much you've changed All the money in the world couldn't buy back those days You pull back your curtains and the sun burns into your eyes You watch your play Across the kingdom sky This is a day Your life will surely change This is a day When things fall into play You could have done 
International Poznań. My name is Maximilian. My name is Maximilian. Imam Zesobal. Zepe. Giuseppe, I gave you a good amount of time, but no signals, so I, uh, I appreciate that you caught on that very well. Uh, here on International Poznań, 127 FM for MC Radio, uh, we're discussing the cultural differences between Italy and Poland. Uh, Giuseppe is probably one of our most exciting guests here because you've been here for five years. You've learned the sure. language. Rozumiesz wszystko, co mówię po polsku. No tak, już porozmawialiśmy i pokazać ci, że wszystko ja rozumiem, wszystko ja mówię. Nie ma żadnej problemy, żeby porozmawiać po polsku. Właśnie i, i właśnie i, i nawet byłeś aż tyle czasu tutaj, że jesteśmy w stanie trochę bardziej jakby inteligentnie oceniać różnice między Włochami a Polską. I think this there's another similarity that we have between Poland and Italy. Uh, we're, we're both both are very Catholic nations. Catholicism, the, fu- uh. the the funnest of the religions of all the religions. But we, uh, you know, we had a chat about this earlier, and uh, it's almost as if the same same pope, right? right? The same shape of the building, the same symbols, uh, so. but but just. Probably a little bit different. Would you? What do you think? I would rather say, rather than be Catholic countries, I would say at least for Italy, a place with a big Catholic rather tradition and culture. Yes. Which I think is different than a big Catholic country, and I will explain why. Okay, for sure we uh, uh, we are part of the same church. We have common things like the Pope, as you say. The Pope, the, the John Paul II, is, is a symbol in Italy as well. Is is really well con- recognized. My mother, but a lot of people as well, has a really positive memory of him. Okay. Oh, me too. Me too. So, I, yeah. I even had the pleasure of seeing him uh, for Easter, uh, the year before his death. Uh, so. So that's a really common point. Together with footballers, because foot. Polish footballers are really well known in Italy. They play in Italian teams. But I, I, even then, even then, if you see the Latin culture and the Slavic culture, they have completely different approach to religion. Okay, first of all, we have to have one premises. Italian society, especially on the young side, is really secularized. Something, so they are not really religious. Something which is not happening full on large scale yet here in Poland. So um, I found immediately incredibly difference about how Catholicism is perceived in Italy and how it is perceived in Poland. Italian Catholicism is really a lot a matter of folklore, especially in the south. In, in the north, it's really secularized. It's not really that. There's not that strong Catholic tradition. But if you go to the south, it's really a strong part element of folklore. So you have a lot of people going to the streets 
for the specific day when he's the saint of the hometown. And they do incredibly colorful, large parade with the statue, with the musical band of the town, thousands of people in the streets, they eat food from the fairs and so on. But the, the way of being Catholic, the Italian way of being Catholic is really, I would say, for one side, lazy, for the second side, passive. I think passive. Passive, okay. Passive is absolutely the most suitable word. They, they go, maybe go to the church on Sunday, maybe once a year for Christmas and Easter. Um, but back then, there's no, there are no real concrete values around it. Of course, we're talking about the average person. That, of course, then you find amazing Catholics, good Catholics, which are part of young congregation. So everyone had a Catholic education. Uh, everyone tend to be more or less Catholic, even in a passive way. And something which is really nice in Italy, which is not happening in Poland, that the, the priest is a form of um, positive reference for the community. Even for people who are not really attending church, they know him, they invite him for lunch. It's sure. a form of authority, but like in a really not moral way, rather like a, like a community uh, social. Yeah, it keeps the people united, the community, so it's really well seen, you know, like the, the, everybody knows the priest of your hometown, everybody speaks with him, you know. So, but it's really passive. It's, it's, a, mm -hmm. it's not that people are standing up for Catholic values, they just go to the church, they mix it, it's a little bit watered, you know, like, so, and so it's a, it's a part of the folklore of the tradition, but it ends there. When it's about Poland, this is something I love about them, is that is part of the identity, is part of the approach they have to life. They stand up for their values, you know, they're like, they, they care about it. And the, the church, the Polish church, I mean, the, the, the Italian church tend to be, a, as a reflex of the Italian culture, a compromising church, a really moderate one, a one which like speaks with everyone, says his opinion, but then it's just, you know, like doesn't get involved that much it just okay. gets it so it engages people but it doesn't yeah but like in a but moderate no, way but dialogue. no intervention yeah dialogue, dialogue in way they're really moderate they're like okay everybody you know just chill the <laughs> polish church is a fighting church this is because of history this is yeah. because of the occupation this is because of communism is a really bastion is a pillar of the of, of the society, which is something I love because you you make it this alive. Okay, many people will criticize it. Now we are in a really time of uh, social polarization. Something I hate. People, you know, are really criticizing and so on. But this is not. I don't want to get politic, political. Sure. I want, yeah. just want to get social. This is a yeah. social discourse. Yeah. It's not a political one. Is because as far the Catholic Church for one is in, in in Poland is really a fighting one. From one side, it, it makes it alive. You see a lot of young people going there. Despite of what's going on, you go to the youth Catholic group, you see, you see a lot of young people. Really believe on that. We really want to be active. We really want to be engaged in society. So you see, the Catholic community in Poland is alive, is active, is, it makes a lot of things. And the negative side of it is that, of course, as far as being loud, it tends to be antagonized by many others who do not, who do not reflect in these values. So, mm. so I would prefer the Polish option just for the fact that I like 
someone we think which is stand up and is alive and is not afraid, you know, rather than a church who tend to be you know passive and sit on his own, and rather you know, uh, in some part, some from some point of view being excluded by by because when you get too much passive and too much dialogue, you get tend to be on the corner, you know, so. Sure, marginal. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we don't want to. Uh, you know, as a, I guess, as a, as an organization, you know, they all have the challenges. But I guess um, maybe more specifically, and this one, right. uh, is about going to mass because mass in different countries, uh, any religious ceremony, wherever you are in the world, they're different, right? Uh, I mean, in Spain, for instance, they're playing a guitar at the church. Uh, it's a very sort of uh, jovial, uh, joyous occasion. Uh, in Poland, it, it could be a little bit different. Do you think? Uh, you you can see guitars, but you see already incredibly different cultural differences in little things. For example, uh, I know it because I've been with the Latin Americans and Spaniards in many, many forums. When it's about the peace sign, okay. Yes. Oh, you, you there, there, there. You see all the cultural differences among the three countries. In Spanish-speaking countries, or rather, give you a hand, or you either kiss each other on the cheek. Yeah. You kiss each other on the cheek. Yes, I saw that. Yes. In in Italy, you just give your hand. In Poland, or you give your hand, or you just do a sign with your eyes, like with your head. <laughs> Yeah. Like you say yes. Low contact. Without even giving the hand. Without even giving the hand. I mean, you, you understand? Oh, just this small thing. Yeah. It's so different in three different cultures. Like when when I saw the, the Latin, the Argentinians kissing each other during this peace moment, I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, in Italy we didn't do that, you know? Uh, probably, maybe it's got something to do with the weather. Oh yeah, we talk about it. We did. We uh, did. Speaking about Australia, we should. Uh, you told me that Australia is really chill. Uh, country, I can. Right? I can definitely confirm this. Uh, I will confirm this before we get into Australia. I'll quickly jump into a song, just because I got to police this uh, this segment. So uh, Giuseppe, before we go into Australia, tell me what song have you got prepared for us on this this third one? Okay, uh, I like. Glam rock from the 70s, oh. as, you, as you understand. Oh, yeah. I like the T-Rex. I think they're the most underrated band ever. And I like Get It On from the T-Rex. Excellent song. Excellent. Now we're talking. This is this is my kind of music. International Poznan. T-Rex. Get It On. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznan here on MC Radio with Max and... Giuseppe. Benne.
Alright, that was T-Rex, get it on. You're listening to 102.7 International Poznań here on MC Radio. Tutaj z Maksymilianem i mój gość z Włoch, ale prawie Polak też, Giuseppe. Mam nadzieję, wkrótce. Wkrótce, wkrótce. Działamy na, na wszystkie fronty tutaj. Już jesteś jakby lingwistycznie, językowo już jesteś przygotowany, już znasz się na różne miasta. Co myślisz, co masz na horyzoncie? What else is uh, what else you um, is on the horizon here in Poland? Oh well. For sure, now we have to go out, go out from this bad pandemics. But I have many things that I would like to do. You know, like as I told you, I applied for Polish citizenship. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for the result of it. It will take a few months, uh, still. You know, I I've been involved in many, like I've been involved in this governmental program, which is about it, uh, promoting Polish education abroad. It's called Digital Ambassadors. You are a digital ambassador. Yeah, it's promoted by Narodowa Agencja Wymiana Akademicka, like the National Agency of Education. Um, because I try, Max, try to guess how many foreign students there are in Poland. Is it a big number? It is a big number. Um, can I? Would I be silly if I said fifty thousand? Almost. Another guess? 80,000. 80,000. 80, 80,000 zagranicznych studentów mamy. Yes. You know how many of them in 2004 there, are, there were? 79,000. Like six, 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 seven thousand. Yeah. So, so more than, uh, so more than uh, ten times the amount now. Right, yeah. And uh, in a few years we're going to, re- according to the, what, the Narodowa Agencja says, in few years we're gonna read 100,000. This is unbelievable. This is incredible. That's uh, like, that's three, uh, that's one third of the size of Lublin. Yes, like well, no, well, yeah, 100,000 foreign students in Poland because you know people move when where the society gives them opportunities. I told them this is something that Poles should understand that they should stop with this minority complex that abroad is better, abroad is always better, abroad things work, and here no. Here I always have the best infrastructures, the best jobs opportunity, incredibly cheap, affordable life. It's not perfect, there are problems, we're going to fix it, but the standard of life right now Poland is giving you is far better than many places in the West, than many places in the West. I like that, that's a lot of confidence. I, I've been living in many places there, and I know that here I can afford a better life. I know it. I have everything new, everything working. Unemployment is really low. Salaries are steadily growing year by year. New things are coming all the time. I'm in Warsaw. Every six months, there's new, new, uh, some new, new skyscraper being built. What are you talking about? You go in Italy 20 years. You go in Italy 20 years ago, except for Milan. The rest is the same. The same. Actually. Even things worse. So many shops close where I come from. There's an entire mall I saw disappearing because of the economic crisis. What are we talking about? Seriously. You know, they say shopping malls are actually uh, the only market uh, for shopping malls in Europe. Uh, a growth market is Poland, actually. 
Yeah, in my hometown, there's a big shopping mall where there was, when I was a kid, it was incredibly dynamic and active. We were going there every day. And now it's empty, like a big one, like uh, Vola Park here in Warsaw, completely empty because with the time, every shopping site closed. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. that's true. I mean, they get they they don't work anymore. Um, but also, they say that the attitudes are changing. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there there are many things we I see that think are improving, and they're always being better and better because there are many factors combined. It's not only about the economy growing up. It's you see like the. the I mean, I've come from a country where the public debt is really high, the taxation is really high. And now we see that the premises in which uh, pre-pandemic pub- public deficit or public debt were really low. This means that in the long run, you could do things in the time of crisis. You have a large uh, a free range of action, you know, as a, as a government. You can do things, you can risk you know, and you see the average age, which is really low. You see education, which is improving, and new foreigners are coming to study here every year, as I told you already. So all these factors combined, you know, they make an incredibly high potential, which is being right now partially exploited. It is amazing. I think things are going to be really better. Right before uh, we go into our next segment, uh, can you recommend a song for us now, Giuseppe? Oh, now I would like to recommend my one of my favorite artists, which is uh, as well underrated. Uh, he plays the violin. It's called Andrew Bird from Chicago, and I like this song called Roma Roma Fate. And after he talks about X-ray and partially refers to Marie Curie's Kudowska, and I, I love it. All right, let's hear it.
Back here on International Poznan. Giuseppe, what was the name of that song? Roma Fade. F-A-D-E. Roma Fade. All right, we're going to get the links up there and uh, you'll be able to hear it uh, on International Poznan na 102.7 FM. My name is Maximilian and with Giuseppe we were discussing, well, differences between Poland and Italy, uh, what life is like here. I suppose what is, uh, how is the process going for you uh, in applying for a citizenship? Because you're pretty much, you already speak the language, you know the culture, so now it's just the final formality is to, to be part of the Polish club. He had, to be, he had to be a really long bureaucratic process, which is the long one, which is the hardest part was to take to try to gain the birth certificate, my birth certificate, the birth certificate of my parents, which were born in the rural part of Sicily. So in a pandemic, imagine how, how hard that to be to have their birth certificates, both of them in the international format. I had to send cousins in the middle of it was, it was an adventure. I need wait months. They arrived by post. So you had to be converted in Ujdan Civil, which I had to wait excess more than two months to get the Polish uh, one in order to be presented to in the Ujian Mazowieckie. You know, I applied through the president because uh, you know I it was the the easiest one because uh, way, I don't have the permanent residence. Let me stop you there. Um, applying through the president of Poland is the easiest way to get the. No, no, no. It's not. It's not the easiest way. But for me, it was at the time because to apply through the exam and so on, I need a permanent residence. In order to have a permanent residence, uh, I have to be owner of a house or have a contract without exp expiration day or be here five years. So next year I could apply for permanent residence, but before it was not possible. And after permanent residence, I stay here, I don't remember if three or five years, and then get an exam. Um, and of language and, and so on. So that was longer process. So, but the point is, if I apply to the president, the, he has the decision. So he could be negative. If you don't have good reasons, you absolutely could be a negative decision. So we have to wait the surprise in a few months. Yeah, just make sure he's in a good mood. Why? I don't know. I could just imagine, like, imagine he has a stack of papers, you know, every morning. Uh, President comes in. Well, he lives. He lives uh, in the part Prezidentsky. So right. I'm imagining he's got his he's got his shirt on. He's got his tie. 
uh, and he's got like a cup of coffee. And I'm just imagining President, whoever, walking down the stairs, asking his assistants, okay, what do we have today? Mamy tutaj jakieś tam formularze, tutaj jakieś, jakieś aplikacje. He goes, ah, oh, great, okay, let's have a look. Hopefully, let's hope that your, your stack is at the top of the pile when he's in the best mood. He's still got his coffee. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, that's what, that's what we want. For sure there is an entire office taking care of it. And as far as I read, there are a few, few thousand uh, requests every year. So, yeah. And the, uh, the the range of acceptance and decline in decline of citizenship is uh, secreted, so we don't know how many of the requests are accepted and which many are denied. Well, that's probably uh, that's that's neither good nor bad. I think uh, I think there's to to know all that information would <laughs> how would it look if we if everyone, if the acceptance rate for Polish citizenship was like 99%, right? Yeah, everybody will apply. Exactly. I mean, anyone, sure, I mean, every, everyone is welcome, right? Because everyone, if you know, if you're learning the language, if, you, if you're working here, sure, why not, right? Jesteś jeden z naszych naprawdę wspaniałych gości, ale tak, tak płynnie mówisz po polsku, Dziękuję. znasz się na polskiej, no i ewidentnie po prostu znalazłeś tutaj dom. No, tak jest dokładnie, wiesz, to niesamowite jest widzieć, jak żyć tak długo zagraniczne, specyficzne w Polsce, po prostu zmienia się tu muszku, tu percepcji, tu emocji, tu kultury. Ja teraz, ja na szczerze mówiąc, ja nie, nie czuję się jak 100% Włocha i oczywiście nie jestem 100% Polakiem, ale widzisz, że wszystko się zmieniło u mnie, po, po prostu w mojej głowie, kiedyś po pięciu lat mieszkasz w kraju, który są różnicy, no. O tutaj kraju domowym mówimy, że urodziłem się. No, wiesz, jestem, jestem polonizowany, jak wiele Polaków nie mówili. Raz byłem w imprezie i startowałem porozmawiać po polsku do jakiś kolega nowy, który nie, nie, nie znałem wcześniej. On był, wiesz, on już pił trochę, zaczął krzyczeć, kolego, to jest... Największy polonizowany Włoch ja spotkałem w życiu. No, i to speaking to the others, like, this is the biggest polonized Italian I ever met. It was incredibly hilarious, you know. I think uh, it gets, we're, we're still at the moment where uh, it is exciting to meet uh, someone from from abroad uh, applying, uh, because the Polish language, let's let's not, let's face it, it's not easy. 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 A, ale, ale gdziekolwiek, żeby w ogóle znaleźć mie- dom nie? w innym kraju, no to już jest taki e, niezwyczajne. E, b- ale powolutku... Bo... You know, life is like a Lego set. You know, you have to find... You piece by piece create your own circle of people. You create your own business, you create... You know, it's just about building every day. Uh, I love I love that analogy. I love that analogy. Life is like a Lego set. Well, uh, Giuseppe, uh, I'd like to thank you for, for, for being our guest today. Well, you're listening to 102.7 International Poznań, here with Maximilian. And Giuseppe. Uh, mille grazie. I do widzenia. Prego. Proszę. But I would like to thank all of you for inviting me. It was a really nice hour when I just talked all my thoughts. 
for like really in a free way, relaxed way. I really like. Hope to be back in future. Uh, we're we're certain of it. I'm sure we're going to have you back very soon. With a Polish passport. With the Polish passport, exactly. <laughs> no matter Thank what you. passport, you're always welcome on our show. But even then, it's even better. Thank you. Uh, have a good evening, everybody. Thanks, Giuseppe. Take care.